Did you hear that, you guys? Did you hear that? That was the old theme music. That was the old theme music. I, I haven't forgotten about you. I'm, I'm going to pick out new theme music. Something always happens. I desperately want new theme music. I'm bored with that. We got to change it. We got to change it. Guess who's back, you guys? The Liberty Gimlet. Oh, yay. I'm a Gimlet again. <laughs> I, I, I go back and forth. I go back and forth. Sometimes I hear like ice clinking around in a drink and I'm like, we got the gimlet back. <laughs> well, but I mean, I, you know, I know a gimlet's a drink, but I don't even know what's in it. Like, oh, would I delicious. even like it? Oh, you would love it. Do you like limes? Yeah. Oh, then you'd love a gimlet. Oh, I believe okay. it's like, it's like vodka and, and crushed limes with fresh lime juice and some other stuff. I used to be, uh, I used to be a gimlet fanatic. Back many, many moons ago. <laughs> okay. Oh my. Yeah. I, I would work at this, uh, I worked at this really high class uh, seafood restaurant. Mm -hmm. And after all the customers would go and we'd close the doors, it was, it was fresh seafood. So for like the clams, the mussels, the oysters, they, they all had to go. We weren't going to use them the next day. And we would just, oh my gosh, they'd make garlic bread and we'd steam mussels and there'd be, and we'd order gimlets. It was all. It was all, my life wasn't going anywhere, but I was well fed. I was drunk and I was happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, the restaurant industry has a way of making that happen. <laughs> it is a black hole. If you are working in the restaurant industry and you're, uh, I don't know, uh, I'm sure there's w waiters that are very happy. I knew this dude who had, who had uh, the whole thing licked. He had the whole thing this whole system, he was—he claimed to be writing a book about uh, about great golf courses, right? So he would just uh, take off time from work and go, and, and he had a couple chapters that that he had written, but he would contact these golf courses like Pebble Beach and you know all these other wonderful, and they'd let him golf for free because he was working on his book. I think he worked on that book for like twenty five years, he just toured the nation, and uh, so anyway, that's wonderful. Did he play for free? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, just let him play for free. He was writing a book. Did he ever write okay. the book? Uh, he had a couple. Ch I, I imagine he, he might almost be finished now. <laughs> He'd been writing the book for about fifteen years. That was about twenty years ago. He right. might almost. He might almost be done. Okay. There's so much going on in the news. Uh. Uh. We had uh, we had Pete uh, Coriali on last week. That was a lot of fun. Uh, I work with that guy. We write together. We had been on tour together. He's just hilarious. He has a fantastic podcast uh, with with Sebastian Maniscalco. I, I always butcher that dude's last name. I invite you guys all to check that out. That's that's just good old uh, American fun. But so, to, uh, to find it easily, it's just Pete and Sebastian. Yes. Or Sebastian and Pete. Pete. I can't remember I think, which way I think it goes. it's Pete and Sebastian because we were joking about it last week. When people start trying to spell Sebastian, they just give up like halfway through. But so if you Pete's get like, Pete and S-E-B, yeah. you're going to find it. Yeah. <laughs> if you get the Pete and and then S-E-B, they'll pretty much guess. Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad you brought that up. I want this, you guys. And this is why I always want to promote the show on iTunes. When, when we first started doing this show, and I would go to listen to it. I'd go to iTunes and I would search. You know, you hit that little magnifying glass and I would put in uh, the and then I would get to the L for Loftus Party. And by the time I got to L-O-F, boom, it had guessed. It had totally guessed. It's like, oh, the Loftus Party, that's what you want to listen to. Guess what? It doesn't guess at all for me anymore. <gasps> what? I, I, go to, I go to iTunes. I type in the complete the Loftus party. And it's like, well, you could, you could press on that, but it, there's no suggestions that pop up. There's a thing called the loft house, which I think is like a, an electronica, like a techno podcast, or I don't know what it is, but it doesn't even guess that there's a thing on iTunes called the Loftus party. And then I'm like, I'm like, no, I mean it. And I press the words, the Loftus party. And then it, and then it acts surprised. Oh, oh, that's what you meant. Oh, we got, we, we, yeah, we do have something here called that. It's unbelievable. And you say, well, thank you very much. <laughs> How do we I get that it. back? I hate it. It's, I don't know. It seems childish and it seems stupid and it seems uh, just horrible, and it leads me right into the whole Mark Zuckerberg thing. The the Zuckerberg thing, 
the the Facebook. Holy smoke. I, I was so bummed out by that. Talk about another swing and a miss. I'm sick and, and this I, I have I'm I have that rule that uh, that Ronald Reagan rule where the 11th commandment is you don't criticize your fellow conservative or Republican or whatever. Sure. I'm about I'm about done with that rule. Because you had these these dudes, they just they just crapped the bed on that whole thing. Ted Cruz did; uh, he got a little bit into it, but for the most part, what a swing and a miss! What a swing and a miss by those guys. Well, I think that the House got him the next day, and and several members there did a pretty good job. Um, but you know, Ted Cruz was kind of the standout in the Senate, uh, and. Uh, you know, what bothered me the most, there were two things. And, uh, number one is he basically says, we've done a great job getting terrorism off the platform. When someone is asking him about diamond and silk, that's not terrorism. <laughs> and, and then that, that's what that one, what was it? McCaskill? Uh, no, it was, uh, she's from Tennessee. Oh, I just, yeah, yeah. Marsha, Marsha. Mm, Flyburn? I don't know. No. I blanked too. But she did. She did it. She goes, listen, diamond and silk aren't terrorism. Yeah. And that's where she should have started. That's where she should have started mm-hmm. at that that level of. I, I know everybody wants to be here. Here were the jokes going around on the internets. That's like, man, uh, Mark Zuckerberg. He's got he's got nude pictures of all these people. They can't go out of hard because he's got nude pictures. Who puts nude pictures on Facebook? Like who? Who like unless unless Facebook has access to all your photos in your phone or whatever. Uh, yeah. But I'm I'm like that never that never even occurred to me. And I would have started with here's the, here's the outrageous thing with uh, Diamond and Silk. Like they are not terrorism. No. They're sassy. I don't even I don't even think those girls cuss. No, I haven't heard how, them cuss. So how can and and that's the that's the outrageous thing because I know we're getting dialed back. And you like, I guess, and I'm not trying to be self-important here, you guys, but because the Loftus party on Facebook and you can look at, you know, we boost posts because, of course, we're trying to build an audience and you can just see how the results are just not the same. No, they're not the same. And and, and I guess what what's even more concerning is that is these women spent six months talking to Facebook. The email they received said, your final appeal has been reviewed by our policy team. Team, yeah. there's no I in team, people. That indicates more than one person. And you figure this must have gone up a couple levels, right? You know, they're not talking to the same person they were talking to six months ago. Yeah. And, and or they are. Gets or in, they are, and Facebook's just lying. Well, but, but Zuckerberg gets in front of the house – and is prepared at that point because he was not at all prepared when when Ted Cruz asked him about that particular duo. You could tell. Right, right. Um, but when he got to the house, he was prepared and said it was an enforcement error on a, the part of one of our employees. This was not Which one just, employee's decision. Right, right. And that's and that's why I'm I'm saying that's where I wanted people to start. Mm-hmm. Start with that because that's all – I mean it was such a like, – like Zuckerberg, of course, he's like – you know he's he's on the uh, he's he's a he's a brainiac. You know he's not a people person. He's you know uh, uh, on the spectrum or whatever. But like that's all he had to do. They're like, hey, what about diamond and silk? He's like, yeah, I don't know. That was a mistake. I'm gonna have my team look into it. How many times did that guy go? Oh yeah, I'll have I'll, me and my team. I'm gonna have my team look into it. My team and yes, my team. And it's like, no, dude. And and listen for people like us, Gimlet. We don't have. We're screwed. <laughs> 1.5 million followers. Well, that's we what also I, don't that's have what Ted I Cruz. <laughs> I mean, exactly. How many other conservative voices? How many other people offering a different way of thinking are just gone? Are just not there anymore? And and, 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 was, and you never know. That was my whole point. So you you have these two fairly high-profile women. They're one of the few accounts on Twitter that the president himself actually follows, right? Yeah. Um, They've got 1.2 or 1.5 million Facebook fans. They have a relatively large Twitter following and certainly can be amplified by one of their followers. (laughs) And they spent six months before they went public – and then only when the CEO of the company is in front of Congress does something get done about it. 
So what happens to, you know, Jack Smith, who's out there, you know, Facebooking pro-life messages, um, you know, maybe using Planned Parenthood's own statistics to invalidate the arguments of someone else, and then maybe has a little bit of a problem with his Islamic terrorism. He's gone, and Ted Cruz is never going to mention him. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, what do we do? Who do we petition? Because that's the whole thing. And and I'll t- I'm just going to be brutally honest uh, with with everybody. I'm I'm just I'm t- I'm tired of. I'm dancing this fine line, and I don't think people understand. I, and I, I I heard it again uh, from I got some feedback from, from from some other people. I was on Fox and Friends and yada yada. You guys, I know I could be meaner. I know I could do it. And I'm getting I'm getting a little bit of grief from other people in you know on on the right and all this stuff. Listen, I'm not going to be insanely mean no. because then you get thrown out of the game. I, there is no to me. It's just I don't know. I don't want to judge anybody. You've even but like started, there's you've even there's a lot of asterisking your dirty words on Twitter. I have. <laughs> I, I, I have. I was scrolling. I'm like Michael used an asterisk. That's never happened before. <laughs> I am listen to me you can and and I if, if you want to be if you want to stand up and go I'm going to do this because freedom of speech and this is the right I totally respect that I totally respect that I'll see you later cuz you are going to go to Facebook jail and maybe you'll cease to exist you're going to go to Twitter jail and maybe you'll cease to exist it's I'm every day every day you see another thing like oh Blah, blah, blah is gone. Let's try to get a hashtag going and get them back. So, Did you see who was gone today? Who? Sabo. Oh, the, the street, street artist? artist? Yeah. I got, I got the inside scoop on that dude. Oh. We'll, we'll talk about uh, uh, Sabo or Sabo, whatever. <clears throat> we posted this thing on the, uh, on the Facebook page about Zuckerberg. I just don't want to forget it. I just don't want to forget it. Okay. Because this was great. We had the picture of Zuckerberg uh, standing there taking a little picture with Nancy Pelosi. He's like shaking her hand, and then she has her hand over him. She's they're clasping hands like uh, like she's his grandmother. It's actually a nice photo. It's a good photo. Photo of both of them. And we put it up for our caption contest. And I thought, (laughs) I thought what you put up was really funny. You you went, please don't ban us. (laughs) Please don't ban us. But we're just going to ask you to do this. <laughs> the well over a hundred responses. Oh, well over a hundred res- responses. Well, Nicole then- Nicole Sessler was like, uh, she wrote, "Lucifer and Son at Bring Your Kid to Work Day." <laughs> oh, there was. Uh, oh, I liked Mark Zuckerberg's Me Too moment. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Shannon Walsh wrote, "What is thy bidding, my master?" Which is beautiful because that's a Star Wars one. You guys have to go. Go to the – and just – you'll have a, a blast. Just read through these comments. Well, and uh, what was even better than fantastic. that? They're fantastic. We uh, – What? There was we, something better than that? Well, no. We wrote an article for the website and included some of our most favorite responses from both Twitter and, and Facebook. And then we posted the article and then people kept responding. <laughs> it's great. It's great. But here's the deal. And this is how it's always going to be. And I tr- And I tried to explain it. In the vlog this week, like it's until we need you need a certain visibility before you can really say what's on your mind. Mm-hmm. Listen, I'm not I'm not hating the player. I'm hating the game. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to play nice as nicely as I can for as long as I can. Uh, and and then listen, you guys, you, you, you got to uh, you got to build those numbers. I, we don't we don't have those diamond and silk numbers. If this thing goes away, it just goes away. And then people are like, wow, what happened? And we'll still be here plugging along. And that's why we've tried to do, I think, very very wisely. We've got uh, Twitter. We've got Facebook. We did that new thing. Oh, the the YouTube channel, that thing. Whoa, that's going good. Uh, and then we just did the uh, – what is it? That MeWe? Yep. Now tell let's let's talk about me we uh, this uh, I want we'll get back into politics and pop culture and all that stuff but this is just this is just the update this is the peek behind the curtain of the inner the inner workings of, well, of the loftus party 
MeWe is getting um, a whole bunch of negative publicity on Facebook, and gee, I can't under understand why. Well, that's um, shocking. It's shocking. Um, but their CEOs have been very outspoken. Um, they don't collect your personal data. They don't sell it. What they do is they sell in in app purchases for things like encrypted messaging, and then they have a business platform that they actually sell to um, companies for internal communication. So they don't rely on ad revenue. Um, well, that's and, great. And therefore, they're not collecting. and And their CEO has actually been, uh, I think his last name is Weissman, um, has actually been a privacy advocate for a long time and totally supported Tim Cook when he was in his fight with the FBI over unencrypting Apple, you know, Apple devices. Yeah. Um, and then their their marketing guy, because all of a sudden all these memes are going around on Facebook about how. Um, me we actually operates and their their marketing guy come in and said we are apolitical we all consider ourselves americans and yeah we're not going to ban you for your political views so i hope that i hope that's true and i hope the other thing is I true i got me. I, I got a clip and i was i was thinking about folding it into the vlog this week and i didn't i got mark zuckerberg in a uh, interview with the BBC in 2009, saying he would never sell your information. Yeah, he goes that. Well, that is I, I gotta your believe he private. was selling our information back then. Well, right. Well, that, here's what I'm saying: uh, people are, are capable of straight up lying. Right. With a, with a uh, he well, just in all seriousness, totally. You know. I oh no, that's your information. I'd never sell that. <laughs> so I hope me we is this. I hope we can trust. Well, me we. I forget exactly the phrase that one of our our. Facebook fans used, um, but it had to do with some of the imagery that you will see on MeWe. Um, I strongly suggest you take a scroll down people's profiles before you invite them to be your friend. Um, Why? I, I, I've had nudists. Um, <laughs> hey, nudists are wonderful people. They're I wonderful love people, but I don't want to see really that. They really are. I don't want to see that. What are they really like putting up? You that. could oh, you can put nude pictures up on MeWe. Oh yeah. Suddenly I'm intrigued. Suddenly I want to go. I'm there, there's I'm honest. I'm like I haven't even been. Yeah, I haven't no, even there's been. A, there's there's a lot of booty poses over there. I'm going. I'm as soon as we're finished this <laughs> podcast, I'm gonna go. Um. So yeah, I mean, just scroll carefully. Um. I turn off every group chat because when you go into a group, there's a group chat. There is no group chat for the Loftus party because we don't want to see your dick pics. Um, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Easy with the language. Oh. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, I've had to do a few blocks because people have attempted to message me, but it, it's going okay. I think we're right. going to find our way there. Uh, you know what? It cannot hurt. It cannot hurt. Nope. We're doing that, and then uh, I'm sure this will come back and and bite us at some point. I know. I know we have our our name registered over at Gab. <laughs> but don't like, do anything I'm there. Like, I know, but like, here's the thing: you don't want some douche uh, pretending to be us. Right. So we had to sit on the name. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> however, so I'm gonna. I have an account there as well. Yeah, I I'm go so there. I so want to go to MeWe. I don't. You know, we don't want to see your MeWe. Yeah, no, hey, MeWe isn't me, MeWe isn't like Gab. It's just it's literally kind of. One of our followers told us that it was the wild west of social media. It's been around for That's about great. four years, um, but it appears to me, and this is what I would like Twitter and Facebook to do, right? Unless it's illegal, like we don't do child porn. Child porn is not okay. Um, give the people the tools they need to control the content they see and let them be adults about it. And I think, honestly, the biggest problem some of us have on the right, especially those of us who might be, oh, I don't know, Gen X or older Gen Y folks, don't like this 33-year-old Mark Zuckerberg controlling the content we read. It it's offensive. There. There's a very, very dangerous thing going on right now. Mm -hmm. There's a very, very dangerous thing, and this is great. It's a good segue. Uh, people are – there's such – nobody wants to offend anybody. Nobody wants to oh, – if, if you see that, oh, it could be uh, – that they could get – the whole triggering thing is like a real thing, 
It's out of control. It's out of control. I read this article, this essay that Molly Ringwald oh, wrote I know. about John Hughes movies back in the 80s, and it, 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 I was livid over it. And then this yeah. kid who's still this crappy stand-up comic kid who the problem with Apu on uh, on uh, The Simpsons – and yeah, it just it, 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 it enrages me. It enrages me. And so you're never going to uh, – it's like the – John Cleese from uh, Monty Python said it really well. Like if – I, I can't – I'm sorry if you're offended. Actually, I'm not even sorry if you're offended. But like I – if you're, you're – you're either allowed to say what you want to say or you're not. And this is America, and you're allowed to say with with people, uh, we want to make sick, we want to make Facebook safe for everybody. No, yeah, you you're can't an idiot. Do that. You should like like you're saying. You should just have filters. Like I don't want to see. Like here's my thing. I'm also enraged by anybody who abuses animals, mm-hmm. and I will that will motivate me. But when people put up those those videos, mm-hmm. and, and they're effective because they enrage me of somebody like punching a dog. Yeah, oh man. Happy. Yeah. Now I'm conflict. Whatever. I, I, I'm off the. I'm off the. Uh, the track. But this whole thing of judging and this. This actually started with. Uh, well, you could take it way, way back. But it's also the the taking down the Civil War statues. It's like, oh, these people back in 1880 didn't behave by 2018 standards. Ergo, we must destroy and wipe their name from history. It's like, hey, I'm sorry. Uh, Robert E. Lee, not 100% evil. No, not uh, 100% Grant, evil. Not 100% evil. Like no one uh, – it, it drives me crazy. And the Molly Ringwald thing, oh, this is well, this was hilarious. Even even Bill Maher grabbed onto that one and went on a complete mm-hmm. rant. And I don't agree yeah. with Bill on most things. Oh, his, I tried than... to watch him. I tried to watch him this week. It was a train wreck. It was an absolute train wreck. He was like way too high. They didn't have any conservatives on mm-hmm. and he was – he was literally comparing Trump to Hitler, like literally. But with with the with the the Molly Ringwald thing, and I, this is like it's always funny when you read between the lines in terms of her little essay, because she's like, when I first when I first worked with uh, John Hughes, we were supposed to do three movies together, and he he had a joke in uh, in Sixteen Candles that I didn't like. Uh, and my mother didn't like it either. So we went to him and we were like, can we change this joke? And so he changed the joke. And then in the next movie, Pretty in Pink, uh, there was a couple of jokes that we didn't like. And we were like, can we change this joke? Can you change this joke? And he's like, yeah. And he changed the joke. We never did a third movie. He had a script ready, but we never did that third movie. I had a bunch of notes on it, but we never – and like, that's why you didn't do it. Because Molly, you ain't funny. And John Hughes is. And if he had to sit there and listen to one more of your insipid, stupid, politically correct note, he just said, fine. He just said, forget it. Like, let's not do that third one. I'm going to go do Home Alone. (laughs) It was great. I loved it. And like, literally, she's clueless. To this day, she's clueless. She's like, I had notes on that script. For some reason, we never got around to filming it. It was you, Molly. It was you. As a guy that that works in Hollywood and works in situation comedies – there's, there's, you have, you, you work on a script, you work very, very hard. You need jokes, you need funny, you need to service all the characters, there's backstory. You've thought about all this stuff. You've thought about it for hours and hours and hours. And once, when some little uh, actress or actor comes up to you and they act like you've not considered it, it's it's insulting, and you have to sit there and you politely, mm-hmm, okay, oh sure, yeah, we'll look at that, and then you think, okay, do we need this? Nah, we can change it. Let's just do that because you you know the your actors have to be happy and all that stuff. But man, oh man, I can't imagine. Poor John Hughes is dead; he can't defend himself. But I would love to talk to him. So what did you think of Molly's notes? <laughs> Well, I mean, it's just – it's the whole thing in my mind of exactly what you said, judging 30, 40, 50, 60 years ago by today's standards. I, I, number one, I'm not crazy about today's standards, <laughs> quite Neither honestly. Am I. Um, Neither am everybody I. Everybody is horrible. way too easily offended. I did uh, – I was uh, I, I was at the table read uh, for, for the show – 
that I work on occasionally when like a guest actor, a day player, whatever isn't there. I'll sit in when we read the script out loud with the cast and, uh, I forget it wasn't the guy wasn't from Asia. He must. Oh, he was from like Eastern Europe. Mm-hmm. It, it didn't even make the show. We ended up cutting the uh, cutting the thing for time, whatever. Uh, but the guy was from Eastern Europe and had a little bit of accent, you know. And and so when I read it at the table read, I'm like, uh, so what is the thing? And I'm like, I did the accent. Mm-hmm. And, and and I had a bunch of like these like PC douchey people because there's like a little audience there of you know other people on the staff and these oh they like they were like on the borderline like considering being offended and and it was just afterwards they were like wow that was super brave man super brave can't believe you did the accent are you high (laughs) are you stupid (laughs) why wouldn't i you how how could that possibly how could you possibly even entertain the notion of possibly being offended it's I, I we need Don Rickles, we need uh, Joan Rivers. There's a couple comics out there uh, that are doing like super bombastic stuff, mm-hmm. and and they're they're doing it. And I think they have the right intention, and that's how you. But I tell you what, I'm not going to be that icebreaker. I'm not. I got bigger fish to fry. I have a much bigger. I used to think I I, I was thinking big enough. Now I'm thinking even bigger. So I don't want to get thrown out of the game before it's time. But, like, God bless him. Uh, Owen Benjamin, that dude is on the right track. I think he's in Twitter jail. I think is he? He's, uh, he might be. I haven't seen him in a couple days. It's, it's very bizarre. Okay. It's very bizarre. But he is, he's right there on the edge. I agree with most of what he says. And I think that dude's got to be feeling pretty lonely because, like, hey, I'm out here doing this stuff. You are, and you're saying it, and I'll support you, and I'll help in any way I can, but uh, I just I got I got bigger fish to fry. I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna be on the cutting edge yeah. until there. But there will be a day. There will be a magical day when all the tumblers click, and then watch Look out. out. Watch well, out. And I think I think Owen Benjamin got. Um, particularly shafted because he articulated a view that is not necessarily not mainstream about a certain subset of the population and the way they're trying to drive the narrative. And that's what got him blackballed from like everywhere. Well, yeah, I'm not even, I have a, uh, I, I put it in the monologue once. I want a word. Where everyone understands if they say that word around me, I'm allowed to lose my mind. Just one word? Sure. And that's that's where all of this like, oh, don't draw a cartoon of that person or these people will lose their minds. And we all know who, what I'm talking about. Yeah. If you draw a cartoon of this person, uh, this certain group of people will lose their minds. And it's almost it's almost like, oh, and they're justified. In losing their minds, like no. when that dude, when that dude, that Dutch guy got killed, that cartoonist, everybody's like, "Well, he did draw the cartoon." Like, no, no, that's not how this works. So, um, I don't know. We're, well, I mean, now you have people going to jail and being charged in court in places like Sweden and the UK for making certain statements about certain groups of people, even if they're factual. Well, there's that guy, uh, Count Dankula, and it's yeah. ridiculous. Now, I don't, I don't know anything about this guy. I don't even follow him. But whatever. But he taught. He had his little puppy that did the, the Nazi salute. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. When you have because, and I'll, I'll just walk people. I'll just walk you all through the comedy of it. A puppy is an adorable little thing. Mm-hmm. A Nazi is an incredibly evil, ugly thing. So when you have a cute little cuddly thing doing something evil looking there you get comedy i've walked you through it so when a puppy does a little sig heil that's hilarious like and if you can't make fun of nazis i don't know what we have that guy got found guilty mm-hmm. i'm sure he's going to appeal it he he got found he's guilty he is guilty and then and this was in the blog this week and now you've got uh so he's guilty of a thought crime he's guilty of a bad joke uh and i, I guess they're going to call it hate speech 
And, and now in 97, they got rid of the guns in oh, this England. this is just ridiculous. And now they're saying there's no reason to carry a knife. And it's not – this is not parody. It's not satire. It's no. for real. It's this the is, mayor uh, of London. This is uh, Sadiq Dork, uh, the mayor of London. There is no reason to carry a knife. Anyone found carrying a knife will be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. Are you crazy? And I and people and I once again I alluded to this on on the vlog. Everybody's like, why can't we be more like Europe? Why can't we be more like Europe? You do. We don't want to be anything like Europe. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Well, Nothing. we we had a nice little list going the other night. You you can't have a, you can't you can't make a joke. You can't carry a knife, and there are hundreds of reasons to have a knife. Um, even just opening those terrible, you know, plastic wrapped things. I take out a knife to do that all the time. Um, you're an idiot if you don't have a knife. Exactly. You need a knife. <laughs> and, uh, and now they're just like disconnecting babies from life support. You, we don't want to be Europe. Ooh, yeah. yeah. That's, uh, or, uh, grandma and grandpa. I remember yeah. we talked about this on the show. They've got these like teams of doctors that help people through the transition. And so if grandma or grandpa are getting older and sick, we will help them through the transition. This one dude went to visit his grandfather, and they were helping him through the transition. He's like, grandpa's not – he doesn't want to transition. <laughs> he, like, literally, he like literally got there in the nick of time to stop them and like got, got his uh, grandfather out of that hospital. The guy's alive and well and doing great today. But it was well, like no, I mean, involuntary it, transitioning. Yeah, no, it, it, it's actually very scary and there are rules about what treatments you will be given after a certain point in your life so as not to suck up the resources from other people. There is like almost zero patient self-determination in the UK system. Yeah, it's bad. So. It's bad. And, we don't uh, want it here. When they say Medicare for all, just say no. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, boy, I, I want to get it. I want to attack some never Trumpers. I'm, I've just had it with those people. Um, oh, we got to talk about the you know Comey what I call book. Them now? What do you call them? I call them the purity police. Oh, I man. Literally Who's this? Made a Who's statement. This? <laughs> I literally made a statement today. I said – I don't care about the Comey interview. I don't care about the Comey book. I don't care about Trump's tweets. And I don't care about the Mueller probe. I care about policy and results. And here's the things I like. And I'm going to vote to maintain them in 2018. Now, kids, in 2018, for those of you who aren't with the program, we don't vote for a president. We vote for our members of Congress. So I want to make sure people who voted for stuff I like go back. Yeah. Well, right? I I think oh my we God, have they to, came at have... me from every angle because if I'm going to vote for my local GOP House member, clearly I support everything Trump does. What? Well, that's uh, it's just such a yawn fest. It's all just so boring. But I would I think I think the and we'll we'll circle back to this. I think the the Republican Party, the right, has to make this has to make 2018 a vote for Trump. It has to – I think they have to wrap it up in a big bow of if the second we lose the House, they're going to try to impeach him. The second. So uh, they should I, – I would use fear as a tactic. You, you just got to – if you want – if you like what this dude is doing, you got to you gotta keep your local guy in there because we, we know – we know they're coming for him. You know they're coming for him. Oh, absolutely. And and just for giggles, just for giggles, I read the 39-page Inspector General report today. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I, I want to get to that, but I just don't want to – I don't want to forget this. Uh, just really quickly, uh, we bombed we, we bombed Syria. We, we, we teamed up with, with – and this <laughs> – I just thought this was hilariously funny. So uh, we go in, we did the, the – we bombed the Syria thing. We kind of had to, blah, blah, blah. I don't – whatever. I don't think it was Assad. Maybe I'm an in, uninformed uh, douchey loser. I don't know. So it was us in France and England and we boom, 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 some airfields. You know, you had to make it look good. On MSNBC, uh, they were waiting with bated breath. They were like, we, we've, we don't have any response yet 
uh, from the Iranians, but I understand the Revolutionary Guard is quite upset. Uh, they don't like to respond to these things right away because it makes uh, our president look more important, but soon we shall have an, a statement from the Revolutionary Guard. The Revolutionary Guard will be giving their statement, and I'm like, who gives a damn? What the Revolutionary Guard? Thing? Like, like I, we wiped them out with wet Kleenex twice. They're like, because remember, like, in Desert Storm, and then when Bush went in there, Bush Jr., everybody's like, ooh, ooh, the Revolutionary Guard. This is the elite combat unit. And it's just like, bang, bang, done. We just bitch slapped those guys. Like, what are we supposed to do? I'm like, like listen, uh, the Revolutionary Guard doesn't fill me with fear. I'm not worried. I'm serious. I don't care what they think about what we did in Syria. So anyway... Uh, I just wanted to get that j that joke in there, the so, little comedy tidbit. So now if you watch most news channels and most news outlets, they'll say we're standing by for a statement from the White House or we're standing by for a statement from Senator so-and-so. We literally have a media outlet in the United States that's not RT that is standing by for a statement from the Revolutionary Guard. Yes, yes. This guy was over in – uh, Iran, an English dude, he's their field reporter, and he was waiting for a statement from the Revolutionary Guard. MSNBC, they're doing well. Rachel Maddow's doing very well. Uh, she's given Sean Hannity a run for his money. She's She's been uh, doing better numbers in total viewers, which is terrifying. Politics follows pop culture, and the, the culture wave is there. And, and Republicans and conservatives and libertarians and anybody uh, anybody on the uh, on the right, it, you better be worried about it. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. I got a little uh, update thing going on here. Are we still there? Are we still live? Do we have a breaking news alert? Uh, we do have a, a breaking uh, news alert. Uh, and... There is a Windows update. There's a up there's an update available and my computer wants to restart now. But I'm going to try to uh reschedule that for a later date. Oh, That's what God, happens. No. This is what happens. Uh I'm going to click on restart options. Uh just just pick a time. Pick a time. Let's pick a time. Uh we don't want to do today. Not now. Not because today would be horrible. We and we certainly don't want to do it now. Uh, and they are not going to let me because our good friends uh, have decided it's going to happen today. Damn it! They have. Oh, let's Can do that. Can it happen later? Let's do. Boom! Tomorrow. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So. Um, Oh my gosh, where were we? Oh, MSNBC. Did you see the Joy Reid clip? I I just – I can't see. I don't watch Hannity and I don't watch Maddow. I, I watch neither because to me I'm in the – I'm in This This was vast, a question about Joy Reid. This yeah, is about I know, Joy but I, I consider Joy Reid so much worse than Rachel Maddow. You guys have to – you have to jump in. You have to – you have to watch this stuff because like and, – and this is – I know a lot of people like, oh – Oh, I know what the Oscars are going to be. I know that the Oscars are going to be this huge political grandstanding, so I'm not even going to watch. And that works for a while. However, unless you watch this stuff, you're completely unaware of how big the problem is. Like Joy Reid, legit, Joy Reid has this guy on there. I think his last name is Schmidt, Steve Schmidt. And he's like, ah. Oh. He's a never Trumper. I think he's a. I think he's a. a they have the, all these people on here on, on their channel who are like quote unquote conservatives. They're the real Republicans. And this guy Steve Schmidt is just. You can't believe it. He he's beyond Eric Erickson. He's beyond Bill Kristol. This guy Steve Schmidt. Donald Trump is just uh is just like Hitler. He's Hitler. All he's missing is the mustache. All he wants to do is uh, get in there in bed with Putin. He's controlled by and, and it's. And it's legit. Like it's this. It's the craziest crap you've ever heard in your life. And everyone's sitting around a table, like nodding and agreeing, like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like like it's legit. Donald Trump, what he likes to do? He likes takes koopy dolls. He dresses them up as Gestapo members. Then he has these little Lego people, and he puts them in a turban. Donald Trump wouldn't. Have, you know, just 
the you can say Fox fear mongers, right? Like 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 Hannity and those guys. That it is nothing in compared when you compare it to MSNBC. Joy Reid has on some guy. So so what if Donald Trump is uh, is questioned? What if he's subpoenaed? Well, they would they would uh, hand him the papers. And what if he doesn't come out of the White House? Uh, well, they they would they would go into the White House. And what if he bars the doors? What if he has a Secret Service man uh, draw weapons and not take the subpoena? Well, in in that case, uh, you'd get more police and, and you'd find a way to give him the papers. What if he gets rid – and like literally, they're going down this, what if Donald Trump barricades himself in the White House and, and has the Secret Service protect him from the person trying to hand him the subpoena? They were like literally – and it was – outrageous and you've got people across the nation lapping it up just lapping it up they can't get enough well, and rachel maddow's show they can't get enough well first of all they've got it completely wrong for one reason and one reason alone. yes yes they do okay because if trump was hitler um you wouldn't be on tv saying this you I, right. literally right. those are literally, the facts. last week watching something on the history channel about the beginning of the national socialist government under adolf hitler the first thing they did was co-opt the arts and the media if you were an artist you were going to paint these images and they were going to be put everywhere if you were a commentator here's what you were going to commentate about the first thing they did was take over the media, not by buying it, but by mandating what was going to yes. happen and punishing yes. those who did not stay in line. So, Joy, you if you are think 100... Trump is Hitler, you couldn't be more wrong. Now, they need someone on that show who expresses that, and they will never have that person. They will never have that person. And like Bill Maher's show this last week, they don't have that per they sit around and, and 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 so this show has always been about solutions and not and I guess that's the theme for the show. I wanna play ball. I wanna be in the game. Like you desperately need that voice of reason, and they're just not gonna have it. It is a closed loop, it is a closed echo chamber. And that's why I'm trying to stay in the game. So at one point I can sneak on to one of these shows. And go, you know, actually, uh, Hitler was, and, and just like fight back a little bit. But it, it is. Uh, Did you see the that poll was this out. week? On Our millennials? Poll? No, on millennials. Something like 42 no, or which... 44% of them don't know what Auschwitz was. How do you expect it's... them to have an accurate view of Hitler or any of that history when they don't know what Auschwitz was? Because Hitler's just a boogeyman. Hitler's just a boogeyman. It, it's like uh, Candyman, Candyman, or, or Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. It's just Hitler equals bad. Trump equals Hitler, ergo Trump is bad. That's that's all it is. They don't – yeah, they don't know. They certainly – here's the other one they don't know about. They don't know about Pol Pot. They certainly don't know about Stalin starving people to death. They, they don't, Hugo they don't Chavez. Know. They don't. They have no clue. That's an awesome T-shirt. I look so awesome in red. That's cool how they did like his portrait just with like lines and stuff. I'm going to look hot in this. That's what it is. It's a fashion accessory. It's uh, it's it's bad. We, and we then I get... see an article that says science proves – Communism is bad for people's health and longevity because observational analysis wasn't enough. <laughs> like I couldn't even. Well, click thank goodness on it. for that article. I couldn't even oh, click I, on it. Oh, I had I had to retweet that because that was just like yes, we've we've scientifically we've proven uh, socialism and communism uh, kills. It, it is bad for your health. I'm like thank God somebody wrote that article. It is, uh, it is hilarious. It, 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 I'd laugh. If, if there was somewhere else to go, I'd really laugh. Like if this was happening in another country, I would find it hilarious. I know, I, but it's I, happening it would be hilarious. here. I'm almost, it is. I'm almost all signed up for the amicable national divorce. 
Well, you know what? Uh, what is that? Was that Jesse Kelly did that one? Wrote that big yeah. uh, that that big yeah. thing. Let's just call it. Let's just call it a day and go our separate ways. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that's ever going to happen. But uh, it was a fu- it was a fun read. It was a it was a it was a fun read. Uh, I don't. I, yeah, I just I just don't see that happening. California, I. I I don't see it happening either, but when you look at some of the fundamental disagreements and the drive of the far left to eliminate the protections for people like me who choose to live in a state that's not California, New York, Oregon, Washington, or New Jersey, right, Um, or Illinois, they're trying to remove things like the Electoral College and and, and create a pact of, and I think they've got something like 30% of the electoral votes now tied up in a state-by-state pacts that says, we're just going to vote for the popular vote winner. We don't care what people in our state think. What? Yeah, but here's the deal. We got to fight for this kind of stuff because we have to fight back because there's nowhere else to go. I know. Like it's... if America, if America, it goes back to Ronald Reagan's that shining beacon on the hill, and like there's, there's, it's not like you can go, okay, I'll pack up and go to Australia or. No, there's... not Australia. <laughs> yeah, it, it's California, and this this will probably be next week's vlog. It, it's months ago I started seeing these pictures of guys uh, painting a street white. And they go, in L.A., they're painting the streets white to combat global warming. I swear to you, I swear to you, I thought it was a joke. No, it's real. A couple months later, I see this. I see a picture. These guys painting a street white. And they go, they're painting the streets white in California to stop global warming. I'm like, wow, that bit again. Somebody's still doing that bit. And and it's real. Like, I I found this out. It's 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 real. Now... I've been in New York for a long time. Uh, now I'm back in Los Angeles and be bopping back and forth. I'm, I'm very fortunate. Uh, so in coming back to Los Angeles, the, the homeless problem is, is a lot worse. Like I've been away for months. I come back. It's a lot worse. These people are painting the streets white to combat global warming, which is still not proven. That's an that's a whole nother pack of lies. Go watch my video on uh, on the truth uh, about global warming. You see the there's literally a photograph where they're painting the street white and in the background, like right on the side of the picture are just lines of people living out of tents. They're painting the streets white to the tune of like forty thousand dollars a mile. Do you know how many miles of streets there are in L.A. County? And they're. Well, they're going to do this and not it, – it's the mo- – it's, it's, it's out of uh, – oh my gosh. Uh, it's beyond 1984. It's uh, idiocracy. Well, How about I mean, this? How about we I take mean, that $40,000 a mile and help these people? Well, and I mean the other part of it is you know, the individual counties within California are starting to revolt just a little bit about this you know, one-party one rule and complete progressive culture that exists in Sacramento. I mean you have counties all over the place ready to take the state to court or just say we're not listening to your sanctuary state law. That doesn't apply here. Well, that's hopefully – and I, I was saying this the other day. Hopefully it's reached such a level of stupid – that people even in California will wake up like this is this is this is beyond stupid and beyond ridiculous like forty thousand forty thousand dollars to paint the street white to fight something you don't even know it's like something out of a Dr. Seuss book and there's literally homeless people and then here's the solution here's the solution they're proposing for the homeless people we will build a little mini house in your backyard the city will pay for it we'll build a little in mini your house backyard in your backyard, and and you let uh, a homeless person live in that little – it's a little house with a little living room and a little bathroom and a little kitchenette. It's like one of those little tiny houses. And but you in let your a home, yard. In your backyard, you let a homeless person live there for 10 years. You then own the house. So, There's these things. So. A, lot of these, a lot of these houses <laughs> have them. They're called, they're called mother-in-law houses. 
They're like you have a, you have a nice house, and if you have any kind of a backyard, you have a little secondary house. You can even you can rent it out or whatever. You but rent usually, it out to, so you can make your mortgage. Yeah, yeah. Or you let your mother-in-law live there, or you know, yada yada yada. It's usually by the pool. I know a bunch of people who live in these little houses. That is, but it's that's usually a not sweet your mother-in-law. <laughs> it's that's usually a, renter. That's a, that's a sweet deal. But I'm, and then you get to keep it after ten years. But, 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 but wait. Wait, <laughs> so is this coming from the state or from L.A. County? Because it's really bad in L.A. County. The state. Okay, so has the state looked at housing prices in L.A. County and the Bay Area and San Diego? Well, I they mean, know that's part of the problem, but like <laughs> the solution, the solution isn't giving people. But, <laughs> Here's but, a free apartment. But, you but, know what? But, but 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 when you pay your mortgage, right? The first 10 years you pay, you're only paying interest. They're basically going to come in and pay off the principal on people's houses where the average housing price is over a half a million dollars. It's it's crazy. It's nuts. But if I had a giant house, I mean, I would consider doing it. I would well, of consider course doing you it would. They're going to pay years. for your house. <laughs> it's... <laughs> You'd be stupid not to. Yeah. Oh boy. It's just it's it's this that one like, I thought. This was... is a serious proposal? Yes. Yes, it's a serious proposal. Uh and I guess they tried it uh or they're experimenting with it in uh in uh Washington State somewhere else. <laughs> it's like in Seattle and and uh People, there's some, there's some people doing it. Okay, I want to oh devote uh, the I'm last, sorry. the last. I hadn't heard that, and I'm just like blown away. It is, it is, it's mind boggling. It's mind boggling. Like here, we'll we'll help you out with your with your house, and we're gonna give you this thing, and we'll build it, and all you have to do is let a dude live here for ten years, and as soon as that dude like breaks the law or pees on the bushes, you kick that dude out, and then you get another dude. You know, and you, you just go wait through another ten years, right? Or it doesn't have to be the same. I don't thing. know. Hopefully, hopefully the clock is ticking as soon as you say, "Okay, build it," because that's what I'd want. I'd be like, as soon as a shovel hits the dirt, I'm like, "All right, tick tock, tick tock, ten years, let's go." And you'll take five years to build it. Hmm. Yeah, I'll. T- <laughs> I, I might take nine years to build that sucker. That's not right. Let's check that. That doesn't look level. We need to do that again. Anyway. <laughs> We got the Comey book. This is perfect because I didn't want to devote the whole show to Comey, and it's all this, this, uh, that, the other thing. What a, what a, uh, what a jerk that guy is. The, the book is just garbage. I'm embarrassed for the guy. I really am because he's like Obama sat me down and said something about loyalty and choking back the tears. I replied, and like this guy chokes back a lot of tears, and he gets intimidated by a lot of people. And I, I did a. I keep talking about the vlog. I keep talking about the vlog. Like a year ago, I did a thing about Comey where he was like, and and Trump was intimidated. What the? You're the head of the FBI, man. You're the head of the FBI. Who's intimidating you? Trump's like a mafia boss. You've never met a a person in the mafia? Weren't weren't you the, the Whitey Bulger guy from Boston? Man up. Grow a pair. Get a spine. Well, you know what did it for me? Honestly. Mm. You know I catch up on TV, right? I don't usually yes. watch things when they're scheduled. I either record them on my DVR or I have the ABC app on my phone or whatever. So I was catching up on Roseanne this week because I saw it was a nice tribute to one of the original cast members that died. And I remember yeah. the original cast member, so I decided to watch again because I also laugh. I got to be honest. When she put her grandkid's head in the sink and sprayed her, I, I, I laughed that was really funny. loud. Um and of course, when you use the ABC app, you're stuck with these six commercials. You can't forward through them. Right. And so I saw the James Comey preview with George Stephanopoulos about six times during Roseanne. Where he um, goes out where he goes out of his way to say the word P. Um, no, I didn't see that one. That's the that's the only one I've seen. No, no. This this was it was about maybe four questions from Stephanopoulos, and all it showed was this really angsty conflicted totally put on mug from comey like not sure if i should really say this and it's like oh stop you know you're dying to say it just 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 say it and the questions were like 
Is he like a mob boss? Should he be impeached? And then you just see Comey's pained expression and, you know, hand over his mouth. And I'm like, I, I, I would literally throw up if I watched this. Uh, yeah, I, he wouldn't he wouldn't last a day in the old FBI, the FBI from the 1950s and 60s. <laughs> They're like, they'd smack him around and kick him out. He's such a wuss. Okay, uh, and that's the thing. I don't think he's going to find a soft place to land with uh, the liberals, and he's definitely going to find a, not find a soft place to land with uh, the conservatives. I mean, Comey's pissed off everybody, and they're going to use him for what it is. You're going to have some salacious headlines and like, I didn't know if it was true, uh, if there was anything to uh, Russian women uh, and pee and pee, Russian women and pee. It's like they keep bringing that up. It's, yeah. it's just such a yawn I, fest. I think I think after reading the IG report, um, Andrew McCabe and James Comey are going to be islands unto themselves. Now, what was the the biggest shocker for you reading the IG report? Well, what the, was the, I, the biggie that? It's not like the the biggest shocker. It's just it's the way the whole thing unfolded. Andrew McCabe was questioned about a leak of a personal conversation he had with someone in the Department of Justice that was leaked to the Wall Street Journal um, on, I think, five or six different occasions, according to the report, by different agencies to include eventually the Inspector General. Um, Up until like the last minute, he lied. He lied about everything. He authorized the leak. He authorized the leak of his conversation with a senior official to the Department of Justice through the special counsel's office for the Clinton Foundation investigation and then lied about it for over a year to include lying, lying to James Comey and then lying about James Comey. Um, Hopefully the, uh, the IG report can get some traction. Hopefully, uh, the New York starting... Times did call it a scathing report. Well, that's good, and hopefully it can start uh, grabbing some headlines uh, on Monday and Tuesday. <clears throat> I was watching. I came to bed uh, late last night. I stayed up watching uh, Shin Godzilla, what? which is there's a movie called Shin Godzilla. My kid's been begging me to watch it with him. We watched it last night, and there's a reason he was begging me to watch it because it's awesome. It is, okay. it is awesome. If you like Godzilla, watch Shin Godzilla. It's available on Amazon. So I, I, I crawl, I crawl into bed late, and uh, and f- that uh, Judge Janine is on Fox News. And she's got some guy on there and like a, like a moron. And this is why I have notebooks. This is why I have notebooks all over my apartment <clears throat> so I can write stuff down. I didn't have a notebook right by me. This guy's like uh, – I just read the IG report uh, and he said – it's something about – it might have been Loretta Lynch on the tarmac with with Clinton and so, something. No, but it, it was – It mentioned the Clinton Foundation investigation a lot, which nobody in the FBI or the DOJ had confirmed until – McCabe leaked information about his personal conversation with a senior official at the DOJ because if that conversation happened, it was basically a given that there was a, an investigation into the Clinton Foundation. Right. So did mm-hmm. Loretta Lynch say stop? Did Loretta Lynch say stop the investigation? No, it wasn't yeah. Loretta. It, it was not. It was not the Attorney General. It was another. And and it wasn't. Um, it wasn't as direct as stop the investigation. It was more like uh, asserting election interference and, and some other things. And McCabe responded, do you really expect me to stop a predicated investigation to which the person responded? No, of course not. So there was an implication, there was a clarification, and then there was a backing off. Well, this dude on judge, he said, so I, I can't, it might've been that it might've been something else, but he dropped something a, some kind of bombshell and mm-hmm. even even judge janine is like what is that in there and he's like yeah it's in there i mean this is like the the, the biggest bubble and i'm like holy crap yeah no, so hopefully it's... more little tidbits will be uh coming into light uh after a little bit of the comey book dies down and the syria <sighs> thing dies down well the comey book can just 
die in a fire. I'm not going to read it. I'm not going to watch the interview. I'm not going to read anything about it. Because here we have a former director of the FBI who deliberately leaked stuff after he was fired through an associate to a newspaper, specifically so a special counsel that we have been paying for and dealing with for the last year and a half, whose scope is completely out of control. Um, that's what he did. And he, he I, said he and, did that. And if you do that, I can't listen to anything else you say. You say. And he can't. did it. He's like, he's like test, when you see his testimony, it's like he's the dad from Lassie. He's like, I, I didn't know what else to do. And I, I just wanted to be I – was, I was mortified. And so I did the only thing I could think to do, which was leak it to a blah, 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 a friend of mine who, who got it to the press. Really? Really? That's all you really? can think to do? I, I I was mortified. I I was so I was so scared. And and Trump had he had he had asked me if I'd be loyal, and I I didn't know what to do. And then he wanted to James. shake my hand. I did. James, I, I, what I James, did, let me what help I, you. James, I leaked it to a James. Friend. Let me help you. You were pissed because you got fired. <laughs> this is before I got fired. <laughs> the day so before. Oh man, this. Uh, <laughs> He's uh it's the worst. It's the are worst. Are you really going to are you going to watch the interview? No, I'm not going to watch the oh, interview. Oh, thank have, God. I, I was afraid you do. were going to. I have so much to do. My dance card is so full. It is uh it is just stupid. Crazy? Yes, it, it is. You I'm know. on I'm on hiatus from the show and uh it, it's literally like every day. Like every day, I have to, I have to, I have to rethink my schedule because this is like untenable. The most a little productive bit. thing I did all day was confirm with my child that they will be home from school on the twenty seventh of May because we are going to see Infinity War opening day. Period. Ooh, that's the twenty seventh of May. Yes, sir. When does uh when does Han Solo come out? Is that an, is that April or is that May as well? They're both in May. It's gonna be a good time at the movies. Thinking Solo a, does Solo come out earlier in the month? Like it might. Fourteenth. If it only, might. Are you there? If only there was an interconnected web of computers. Ah, uh-huh. if only there was a some way to access all of the world's information i got sorry uh, for the typing noise andrew dun 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 you're looking it up i'm looking it up too this is a great part on the podcast oh, where we both look stuff no, up on no, the internet no. maybe i'm backwards solo is coming out on may 25th may 25th so wait infinity wars might be my daughter might have lied to me <laughs> and she's gone, so I can't even yell at her. <laughs> Sorry, kid, you're coming home on a Thursday. When is Infinity War opening? Help me, help me. I'm coming. I'm I'm getting it. I'm getting it. I'm working on it. My phone. I don't even know if I'm on the internet. My my. Uh, I've got. Oh, so please many- don't autoplay. Please don't autoplay. Oh, it's going to autoplay. And then it we have to pay $10,000. We have to pay $10,000. $10,000 at least. At least it doesn't give me the opening day. Oh, you Well, did you suck. Here's here's what you do. Uh you you go to uh-oh. Boom. You go to uh Infinity War release date and you find out it's April 23rd. April so 23rd. We have to go to a movie on the 23rd and the 24th. Oh no, whatever will we do? I'm so upset. <laughs> All right, this was That's uh, like too a lot much of fun. Christmas. It is too much Christmas. It's going to be a, a big, big summer. Uh, a lot of movies, a lot of stuff. Um, and then here's what we I'm, I'm, I'm going to say it out loud because that hopefully will make things happen. Like I started the show with apologizing for the old theme music. It's not that I hate the old theme music. It just it bores me and I want to move on. The other thing that we're, we're going to do – uh, I'm really inspired is to keep bringing – I like the interview segments. I like the interview segments. Here's some of the people that I would like to have on. Uh, I want to get Ann Coulter uh, back on the show. I want to talk to that Kurt Schlichter dude. 
um, uh, that who's that girl Polita Bunny on Twitter? She does the Twitchy account. I'd like to have her on. Yes, we can. We, get, can we can get Polita Bunny. I have it in there. Okay, I want to get uh, some more celebrities on. I'm, I'm, I'll be making that happen. A lot of my equipment I've, I've, I left in a separate location, <laughs> so I have to. What? Yes, I'm. I wasn't thinking moving things around, so uh, it's, it's all good. But yeah, so it's going to be a little bit more organized. This show is a work in progress, and we are progressing forward. It's wonderful. Uh, there will be my, no Michael Topias this week. In Michael Topias, you don't do Michael Topia every week. Technically, that was Michael Topia. I know. Slap my wrist. It was a fun show. We learned a lot. I like it, like it, like it. And, is it the new uh, website? Oh my gosh, theloftestparty.com. Theloftestparty.com. It's what we've always wanted. It's We have arrived, you guys. So we will see you on there. I will see you in the comments section of theloftestparty.com. Ta-ta for now, freakazoids. <laughs>